0: Holy Week waits in relative silence on Saturday. The tomb has been sealed, the guards stand watch, the disciples hide in confusion, fear and devastation, and Jesus lies lifeless, having surrendered all to save the whole of humanity. How can we take the quiet and stillness of this Easter Saturday, this day in between, this liminal space, to reflect on what this all means to us personally? The disciples had to have had a thousand painful questions. How could Jesus be the long-awaited king if he was just killed? Is there something we could have done to stop it? If they tortured and slaughtered him like that, what will they do to us? It was all probably playing back through their minds while they waited on Saturday. And we too sit in this deathly silence of Easter Saturday, taking time to consider the events of Good Friday. But we do so in eager anticipation for what tomorrow brings, an empty grave and a risen king. In the full and certain hope of the resurrection, we can look back into the very crowd that crucified Jesus and we can see our old selves standing there jeering. But then we can look forward because of the hope of Easter Sunday, rejoicing in the transformation that's taken place in us because of his sacrifice. Back in Matthew 27, we remember how Jesus has been betrayed and arrested and tried and handed over to the governor to be executed. Matthew writes this in chapter 27, verse 15. Now, it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, which one do you want me to release to you? Barabbas... Or Jesus who is called the Messiah, for he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. Pilate has the power to release one criminal from being sentenced to death. Before him is Barabbas, a notorious villain and convicted murderer, and Jesus. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas instead of Jesus. The governor again said to them which of these two do you want me to release for you and they said barabbas pilate said to them then what shall i do with jesus the one who is called the christ and they all said crucify him and he said why what crime has he committed but they shouted all the more crucify him when pilate saw that he was getting nowhere but that instead an uproar was starting he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd i am innocent of this man's blood he said it is your responsibility All the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Pilate knew that what they were demanding was wrong. He knew that Jesus was innocent. He wanted no part or role in his execution. But these people, filled with unbelief, with rebellious hearts, with envious rage, against their own Messiah, cried, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate, if you won't kill him, let his blood be on us. Let his blood be on us. Let the blood of God himself be on you. Let the blood of the eternal living and creating word be on you. Their unbelief and their jealousy, their sin, has led them to this ultimate act of defiance and rejection of God. They crucified his son, the promised one, the son that he had sent to save them from centuries of unfaithfulness. Let his blood be on us. To reject Jesus in this way, to declare he is nothing but a delusional or a deceitful man shows the condition of our fallen hearts at their very worst. But this was the state of my own heart for the years I chose to reject God and reject his son, and reject his sacrifice for me. I too have stood in the crowd shouting, crucify him. How many times have we said in our hearts, he is not our king, he is not my Messiah, let his blood be on us. But God, being rich in mercy, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. And being alive by faith in him, we now cling to the cross on which Christ died. It is by his precious blood that we are forgiven and freed from sin and its consequences. And so now we say with an entirely different meaning, let his blood be on us. Not defiantly as the crowds that crucified him, but desperately with gratitude and hope and adoration as those who depend wholly on his sacrifice. Jesus, let your blood be on us. Jesus, let your blood cover us let the blood that flows from your head and your hands and your feet wash over us and cleanse us this easter saturday we proclaim jesus death and we rejoice in his death because it is by his death it is by his wounds it is by his blood that we are healed